Welcome to the Robert Dazmati Show with Bree. We are back. We are back. That Hello. was a very epic intro song. Good job, Robert. That was. Yeah, you're welcome. Hi. I felt like I was stepping out into like a boxing match. You felt like Floyd Mayweather right there nope. for a second? No, no, I did not feel like a woman beater. How about Mike Tyson? <laughs> or an ear biter. Oh, he's a women beater too, I believe. Oh. I, th- I would assume most boxers were. I just assume men in that sport, they're just violent in general. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean that's bad for me to assume that all boxers beat women or just beat people in general. But, I mean, <laughs> you're in a sport where you're just beating somebody all the time. Why are we already on controversial stuff? <laughs> because I came out saying I assume all boxers beat women. <laughs> I mean, is that a fair assumption to make, though? Or is that unfair? Unfair. Unfair. Let's go with unfair. It's kind of fair, but it's fine. Um, it's been a long time, Bree. It has. Yeah. What you been up to? Just working, traveling a little. Traveling, traveling. You've been traveling. Where have you been? Oh, just just like Oregon. Nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, I know. I tried to get the podcast going last week, but because you were out of town, we just kind of didn't do it. You know. Oh, so because you're traveling, because you have sorry. more priority, and it's just totally fine. <laughs> Richard and I sit back and we just kind of look at each other like. You look at each other. Yeah, all the time. Right, Richard? <laughs> yes, there you go. Richard Sanchez is here producing the show, making sure it all goes according to plan. He's very good at that job. I appreciate him. Get a room, guys. <laughs> Just jealous. It's okay. All right. So we've missed a lot since we haven't been on the air. We missed like, the whole Steve Harvey debacle, which would have been hilarious to talk about. I think that's all I remember. What else did we miss? Uh, L.A. Rams. Hello. Oh, we'll talk about that later. You ruining it? Ruin it? That's, that's recent news. Oh. You're not missing that. It's still relevant. That's a week news. ago. That's about a week ago. I need that drop. We should have that drop. Just go, a week ago. There we go. Um, so L.A. Rams. Yeah, we have some L.A. Rams talk today. You know what I found interesting? There was um, a poll done, and I can't remember. I think it was 120 Sports did a poll about millennials and their favorite athletes. You want to tell me who you think is near or at the top? Or you want to name your top five? If you had to choose a top five of your own favorite athletes right now, you can name your top five. I'll go like one from each sport. Mike Trout, baseball. Football, Peyton Manning. What's else? Pa- basketball. Mm, Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. What other sports are there? <laughs> I mean... NFL? I said Peyton Manning. No, I don't always listen. Sorry. Oh. Um, maybe another NFL player. Nope. I, I don't know. Soccer? Do you have a soccer fan? No. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's already. We have the answers right here. <laughs> you you so. sprung that question on me. <laughs> I, mean, I just assumed that you read the rundown and maybe that would be a question directed towards you. So 120 Sports came out with the 2015 Millennials Athlete Index. So it's pretty much for uh, people 18 to 34 years old, they got to choose their professional Olympic or favorite college athletes is done. They surveyed over 1,400 millennials. And number one at the top of that list, Steph Curry is at the top of that list. I think he's a very hot commodity right now. Yeah. Then you got followed by Mike Trout, your boy. Ooh. My boy, too. Russell Wilson is number three, which that surprised me. I felt like millennials would be kind of upset that he's not doing anything with Sierra. Yeah, what the Like, hell? I'm upset about that. Or but maybe they kind of respect all of Yeah, he's just kind of a boring and a blah dude. I don't really care for him. Sorry, Russ. You're probably a really nice guy. Kevin Durant's number four. Madison Bumgarner is number five. Huh. I think it's the whole, he's just the gritty backwoods dude who's just kind of crazy. I guess so. You know, you have Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt, Andrew Luck. 
Lionel Messi too. and Odell Beckham Jr. round out all that to 120 sports oh, yeah. athlete index. Odell Beckham, I'm a pretty big fan of him. I just like the show he puts on. Yeah. I like Cam Newton, you know. Oh, yeah, Cam, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, I think he's my favorite. At least from the NFL-wise, Cam Newton's pretty awesome. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty interesting that they came out their little poll and did all that good stuff. You know, they also released today, which is a, a lot of big polls and stuff were released today, top t- NBA jersey sales, too. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would be at the top of that? I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Steph Curry, it is. Steph Curry's number yeah. one, big time. Yeah. You do your top four? Top five? You think the top five is? Kobe's <laughs> uh, probably high up there. Am I just springing questions? Yes, on you? You I don't no like idea. it. <laughs> All right. I mean, Kobe, he's number three. Oh, okay. Um, jersey? like Oh, NBA jerseys. NBA jerseys. Um, DeAndre Jordan? Absolutely not. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, yeah. People hate Clippers. Right yeah. Now. Are you serious? DeAndre Jordan? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> LeBron? LeBron, number two. Nice. Should have, right. like, game show music in the background. Th- that's all I got. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you, you got top three. Answer. Curry, LeBron, Kobe. Kristaps Porzingis uh-huh. is the number four jersey sale in the country good this for year. Him. Good yeah, for good for him, him too. All those rants about people hating him and stuff. I'm happy for the guy. Yeah. You also got Kevin Durant round out number five. You know, you mentioned DeAndre Jordan, but a Clipper. There's not a Clipper on that until number fifteen or fourteen. I think Chris Paul's number fourteen on the list. That's not that surprising to me. Because people just don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it's still a little upsetting. I'd be a little upset if I were a Clipper fan. Or just in general. I, I don't know if it's necessarily the Clippers players themselves. I just think that jersey's ugly. Yeah, yeah. And that's why people help. don't want it is because yeah. it's just not a good-looking jersey. I agree. So, the black one is. I like the black one. Yeah. But we got a lot of good stuff today. That's just a little hint of what we're getting into the show. Well, we're not going back to that because that's just old news. <laughs> that was just for fun. We have other things to talk about. You know, it was Martin Luther King Day the other day. The NFL is now back in L.A. We're from L.A. Here now in Hamburg, California. Ooh, ooh. All that wonderful stuff. We got Zach Efron going to make an appearance. Well, not going to make an appearance. That would be cool, though. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that would have been pretty awesome. And then we have uh, sports fans. We'll get into why I want to talk about sports fans. I hate sports fans. But that's the Robert Osmati Show so far. Stick around, and we'll be right back. Pretty sure this is what all the Rams players are going to be listening to. Now keep this going, Richard. Bring it back up. Let's bring it back up. Look at that. Just let it let it play in the background. I bet you Todd Gurley is thinking this right now. You see the Hollywood sign? Robert, it's also crazy. I, I love your song choices. It's just wonderful. This is, this is this is what Rams players are just busting out of their car right now. What song? Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, we can kill it. Let's, let's kill it. The Jay Z song. There you go. Richard loves himself some Miley, though. I think that's the way we we do that. I mean, don't you think? I mean, that's what I would play the first. Just if I'm, I would play California Love. Oh, you're so you think you're so cool, you know, dropping Tupac, whatever. <laughs> they played that song at a club in Oregon. I thought it was kind of cool. California Love. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I think it's just a staple, like near the end of the night, because you know when you hear that song, you got about like 25 minutes left in the club. No, not this one. Really? They played that earlier or what? Yeah. No, oh, that's really They weird. played Pac. They played some Biggie. <laughs> Anyways. But didn't you say that they played, ended up playing like some like hardcore American rock music oh, yeah. after oh, yeah. Tupac and Biggie? Yes. Yeah, some um, Brian Adams, some um, 
ACDC. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it was great. God. <laughs> Oregon. Where in Oregon were you? Portland. Portland. I thought you were in Eugene. Well, both, but Portland is where they played that that really American type of music. Because <laughs> go go America there in uh, Portland, yeah. America, all day. Anywho, speaking of America, America, we live in America. We we do. Um, I forgot to uh, do the social media handles and stuff. You can uh, follow the show at Rob Dodge Show. You can also follow us on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook at the Robert Dodge Show. Just go facebook.com slash Robert Dodge Show. And you can follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. That's where everything's at. This podcast tonight is going to be uploaded. Bam, you can listen to it. You're pro- Well, I mean, I'm telling you you can listen to it, but if you are listening to it, you already know where to find it. So it's kind of silly that I'm doing that. That is silly. I just never thought about that. Yeah, we've been doing that for a long time. Like, we're live radio. We're just practicing. We're practicing for big time. That's how we're doing it. Miley, right? That's how it's going on. She's not here right now, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll get back to her later. But the NFL is now in L.A. L.A. is big time again. Yeah. You know how excited I am? How excited? Not excited at all. Oh, gosh. I don't care. Uh, I'm, I, it's great that L.A. Yeah, sure. Woo! Yeah, LA's back. I mean, I just. Mm. It's going to be fun. We get to go to a football game. Do we, though? Are, you, are we going to afford to go to a football game? You know yes. how much a football game costs? I don't know, but I'm still The crappy go. chargers were charging $100 for, like, the top level. Yeah, but at least we don't have to play for, like, a hotel or anything, you know. It's more convenient. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I'll go to the Coliseum for sure because I can afford those tickets because I know those tickets will be cheap. Yeah. But that new stadium, I don't know. The the Chargers are pretty sure that there are. It's speculated that it's gonna happen, which I'm not excited about. You that. get all your words out there. You're gonna, Sorry. You're doing all right. I would prefer that it was just the Rams. I don't think that the Chargers need to come here. Yeah, I don't think. So. Well, see, the Chargers are in a weird situation because if they don't come here, the Raiders will come here. And the Raiders, I don't care what anybody says, I don't care what all this phony research that's being done on polls on LA Times asking, oh, you know, 1,200 people voted and they all prefer the Rams. Ah, who cares? That's not an accurate poll because A, people can vote more than once, and B, it's just not an accurate way to get what people in a demographic is thinking. The Raiders dominate the area. Mm -hmm. The Raiders dominate all of Southern California, in my opinion. Yeah, the Rams were here first. They were here the longest. They never did anything. They never won. At least when the Raiders were here. I think they won one when the Raiders were here. So, and the Raiders just brand is better. It just looks cooler. Black and silver, a crazy weird little eye patch dude, crazy owner. You're good. Well, the owner's not there. The crazy owner's not there anymore, but. Rams, though, man. I'm only excited for the Rams because I get to see my New York Giants come down and play. Yeah. Well, they're playing them this season. They're playing them in freaking London. So I'm totally upset about that, but it's okay. I'll get over it. Please do. Yeah. So, and the Chargers, yeah, the Chargers should not. Um, if we're going to get into any sort of hardcore sports talk, I guess it'd be right now, the Chargers shouldn't come here. No. Because, I mean, they well, they kind of have to, though. Like I said, they're kind of forced to come to L.A. because if they don't come to L.A., they stay in San Diego, the Raiders come down, and whenever the Raiders travel down to Oakland, all the L.A. Raider fans all drive. Sorry, when the Raiders come down to San Diego, all the L.A. Raider fans go down to San Diego and fill up that stadium. So they'll just dominate the area. But then if the Chargers leave, they run the risk of the Raiders going into San Diego. Because if the Raiders sit there and go uh, look like, well, if San Diego still wants a team, hey, we'll go there. I think San Antonio they were looking at too for the Raiders. Yeah, well, because San Antonio has been pushing for a team and there have been reports that, you know, in the next four years, San Antonio will have a team or there'll be progress made in getting one there. San Antonio which is all Raiders great. sounds like Yeah, it sounds dumb. <laughs> and you can't get rid of that brand. The Chargers brand, I, if the Chargers come up here, you need to get rid of the brand. Yes. It sounds disgusting. Yes. LA Chargers just doesn't work. I just, I'm not a fan of the franchise. Me neither. Don't know what it is. Well, you're a Raider fan. That's why you're not a fan <laughs> of the franchise. I just, I don't know. I, don't, I look at it, it's like the 
powder blue and gold. Maybe it reminds me of UCLA, and we're not a fan of UCLA either. Yeah, they're just kind of lame. Yeah, I don't know. For Rich- lack of a better word. Richard, do you care about the NFL being here in L.A.? Richard could care less. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, same here. I, and I think a lot of fans are that way. I think the, the people are excited because, oh, the, it's new. But what happens in three years when the Rams don't go to the playoffs and they suck for the next three years? Because that is very um, possible. Hello, we have the Lakers. Okay, that's different, though. Don't they have the, a legacy? Yeah, I mean, it's still Kobe. You have a reason to go out to the game. I don't oh, know if Todd true. Gurley can be the next Kobe Bryant, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, we will see. Will we? I mean, the, the one thing I know that probably will be the most interesting – about the Rams first being here is the idea that they're going to have LA-based cheerleaders for football. which Because I've heard local radio stations around LA, I've listened to them, and they've said, oh, well, you know, they can have a reality show for people trying to become cheerleaders for the for the Rams. Oh, my god! Or it's like, oh, you know, and I think, I forgot who it was, was, was on one of the radio shows, and he said that, you know, a St. Louis 10 is an LA 4. Like, ranking what the women look like there. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa. That's mean. Yeah. Like, that's awful. I mean, maybe true, but that's still awful. Like, <laughs> that's terrible. And so, and they're like, oh, we can take on Dallas. You know, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, the Cowgirls, we can do better than them. And I'm just kind of like, really? That's what we're going to go for? Cheerleaders? I still think they're unnecessary anyways. Yeah, I don't understand. And Clipper, uh, Clipper, Richard and I went to a Clippers game on Saturday, and we were kind of just looking at the Clippers Spirit Girls out oh, there. Oh, like, you? Like, well, they're performing. We're like, what's the point of this? I worked a Clipper game on Monday, and the Spirit Girls came out. It's like 65 degrees or 50 degrees, 55 degrees, whatever it was, on Monday night. And the Clipper Spirit walking over to our booth. And so they were hanging out with us for like 15 minutes. They walked on over. It was like 55, 60 degrees outside. They're in low dresses, low cut tops. And I could tell they were cold, but I I sat there just looking. I was like, what the point of cheerleaders other than the fact that creepy dudes are going to come over and try to take photos with them. Yeah. Like, that's it. They don't lead any cheers. No, they don't make me cheer harder at the game. They only make one thing harder for me, and that's it. Wow. Wow. Like, that's it. That's not even for me, like most other men. That is why we are explicit on iTunes. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. (laughs) I think the reason we were explicit because iTunes went through it and they heard, like, the one time I said, like, instead of boobs, I said the T word. And they're like, no, no, no! Look at that guy. He said that said the T word, <laughs> and so that's we're done. But yeah, don't see the point, cheerleaders. L- NFL in LA now—that's exciting, cool. We have something to talk about now, and like sports radio station yeah. here, we're talking about the NFL. It's kind of cool, but we'll see what happens. I honestly think, like, I think sports to me, it, it could be so much better if we didn't have so many filters. I think I'd be more excited for the NFL if I can get cocky NFL players here. You know what I mean? Like, get the guys who... Richard Sherman, but everybody was like Richard Sherman. Mm, no, because then it wouldn't be as fun. I think if everybody was like that, then they would all be the same. I don't believe you. If everybody's super, then nobody's no, that's super. That's the whole point. I mean, come on. Like, oh, wait, Do you remember Conor McGregor? UFC? What do you mean? Do I remember him? No, like, you know him. Yes. <laughs> he's whatever welterweight, whatever champion he is, the Irish dude. He's really funny. So, he was on TMZ like a couple weeks ago before his fight with Aldo. Was it Aldo? He had his fight against. So TMZ asked him about what would happen if he took on Jesus. And did you do you know what McGregor said? I'll play for you what he said. Please do. And it was wonderful. And I wish everybody was like this. So this is Conor McGregor's sound. TMZ asking him what would happen if he fought Jesus. And I'm stalling because I can't seem to access the sound at the moment because my computer is going slow. And we're stalling and we're stalling <laughs> and we're still stalling. But Conor McGregor, he's Irish and he's cocky. Wow. And I hope this is how everyone is. And this is just 
awful the computer's frozen the little rainbow of death has appeared <laughs> the rainbow of death has appeared and it's staring me in the face and it's just awful <laughs> i can't get rid can of you it just can you just do an impression of him no because it's not the same if i do the impression of him this is why i needed it on my phone it just wasn't working yeah oh you just need just look at it look at it look at it it's just staring me in the face i promise we'll get the sound back when we come back all right conor mcgregor sound this is the robert dasmara show I am still living with your ghost. All right. Lonely and dreaming. We've done uh, Fix the Technical Problems. This is the Robert Dazabadi Show with Bree and Richard. The technical difficulty should be. So we we left off on Conor McGregor and said why I wish every athlete was. We could. I wish they were like this because I think it'd just be more entertaining. So here we got some McGregor sounds a few weeks ago before he faced Aldo. TMZ asked him what would happen between him and Jesus. So here was the sound on that one. How would me versus Jesus in the earth? I'll tell you what, there's not a man alive that can beat me. <laughs> but Jesus ain't alive, is he? So I don't f***ing know. Maybe he could come back from the dead. Not, I don't know. Um, I'd still whoop his ass. <laughs> so there you go. Like, that's awesome. I love that. And that's what I want my athletes to be like. I like the cocky. So... But it's really funny. The reason I bring this back up because Conor McGregor is coming up in his new fight versus the Brazilian dude. I can't remember his name. I can't remember. I only know McGregor's name because I see his billboard every time I drive to work. Mm-hmm. So, but he was asked, uh, whoever he was fighting, if we can figure that out, who he's supposed to be fighting next, some Brazilian guy. But a Brazilian reporter asked the Brazilian fighter, what does Conor McGregor, you know, what do you have to say about him saying he can be Jesus, all this stuff? And if we can figure out his name, <laughs> uh, the Brazilian fighter was like, oh, well, you know, he says he can be Jesus, but we'll find out whose side God's on and all that kind of stuff. And McGregor then interrupted in saying and responding with this. Me and Jesus are cool. <laughs> I'm cool with all the gods. Gods recognize gods. And this is phenomenal to me. Like, why can't everyone be like that? Why can't we be okay with that? Why are we only okay with the dude who does? Was it because we're afraid of him? Is that why no one talks crap to him said he, oh, you can't be bigger than Jesus? When the Beatles says, when John Lennon said we're bigger than Jesus, everyone flipped their crap. Because it's religious. People are really sensitive when it comes to religion. But I think they're less sensitive towards a guy like McGregor because they know he can kill them in five seconds in the ring or out of the ring. Oh, yeah. Or just staring at you. You die. And... Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos. That's right. Yes. Ruby or something like that. Raphael. Oh, I was close. Wow. What we did are. you say? Ruby. Ruby. I think because there's a pitcher named Ruby De La Rosa and I just kind of. Wow. Kinda let's put it just, all in let's one. just not do that. I just got things confused. Okay. It was not an ignorant comment by me. Relax. It's an ignorant comment by McGregor, but not by me. Ignorant. What, what did he say? Were you not ignorant. listening? It's ignorant? No, it wasn't ignorant. I'm just trying to defend myself. <laughs> so, yeah, I wish more sports were like that. I wish that's how everyone was because that makes things more interesting. More fun. You know, Mike Trout is great on the football field, but have you heard an interview with Mike Trout? Oh, yeah. They're pretty dull. Yeah. And it's like, well, I want Mike Trout to go out there and say, you know, yeah, I'm better. I'm better than James Shields. And if he comes over here, James Shields, I'll hit a home run off him. And that's just what can happen. I want that. At least a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't have to say it like that. Because a big part of his appeal is that he's so freaking humble. It's crazy. Oh, 
boring. Yeah, it's the same. Boring. Pretty much, yeah. Well, let's move on. Okay. So, MLK Day, Martin Luther King Jr. Day was this past Monday. Did you have a good good Monday off of work? I did, thank you. Did yeah. you? Yeah, I did. It was nice. Okay. No, actually, I did work that night. That's the night where all the Clipper girls were there, Clipper Spirit. Yeah. Getting you hard and stuff? No, no, they didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll see what happens. What? Uh, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I'm just confused. And I've lost all my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. So it's okay. Um, so you know how most celebrities, you know, and, and I don't know if you saw on Vine and and you seen posts on Instagram and every sport, every major outlet was all had some picture of Martin Luther King posted on Monday and quotes quotes of him, you know, whether it's pushing equality, we're, we're trying, you know, because we're in a weird time in our country right now where we have the Black Lives Matter thing. We've got a lot of a lot of civil rights movements still kind of like not necessarily civil rights, but that kind of atmosphere is still no, going yeah. on. I think civil you rights is what the I right mean? term. Yeah, civil rights, I guess, where you have, you know, People claiming police officers are shooting them. Police officers are shooting and targeting young black men. Whether it's on purpose or not, that's all up in the air. But we have people posting on Instagram. Oh, you know, Martin Luther King. Here's a photo in memory of him. Rest in peace. Also, here is a quote that says we still need to fight for equality and everybody needs to look out for each other. And no one has a problem with that, right? Right. Seems okay. Well, Zach Efron, you know, he kind of went out there. And I think people took this out of context but he posted on instagram a photo of himself and it says i'm grateful for a couple things today martin luther king jr and 10 million followers on instagram now he got called out and you know it it was followed after that that little what is it called caption the caption it was followed by a black hand emoji holding up one finger and a black fist emoji now maybe that was a little too much and i understand people getting upset you know oh you're, you're disgracing Dr. King. I don't think he was trying to say a gloat of that he has 10 million followers. I think he's saying that I'm grateful for my 10 million yeah, but followers. Putting those two things together is a little ridiculous. Yes. But I also think we're a little too sensitive. I, I don't know. This goes back to the Conor McGregor thing. I want more people like that. I want these people are going to say what they want to say. What does it matter? How does it hurt your feelings? It doesn't hurt my feelings. It just makes me mad. Like, really? You think 10 million followers on Instagram is such a big deal like Martin Luther King Jr. and everything he stood for? That's just absurd. I don't think he's supposed to care for that. I think he's saying he's grateful for Martin Luther King Jr. And he's also grateful for what? all his fans who that support him stupid. through his crappy movies. Why would he put those two together? Why would he put those two together? That's just so silly. No, well, yeah, why not? Why, why can't he put them together? That's his account. Because I just said why. Because Martin Luther King Jr. is so much more important than followers on Instagram. True. Like, but it doesn't make sense to put those Those followers are his together. fans that helped build his career and put him where he is today. Yeah, I don't think. That doesn't make sense, though, to put those two together. Okay, put your 10 million followers. You're happy right. for that. Fine. I know, you're, you're, most everyone would agree with you. And like I said, I don't think he was necessarily celebrating the number. I think he was more it's not about the number. all the people who's no, following. No, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. He's okay. talking about his fans. Okay, and still. so you're upset here. I get it. Using Martin Luther King, don't compare the two. How dare you? You shouldn't do that. It's inappropriate. This leads me to a post that happened last week. Because you know, last week was we've had kind of a bummer week. David Bowie died. Glenn Frey of the it was the Eagles, right? He died. And now Alan Rickman has also died. Glenn Frey is the most recent one, but Alan Rickman died last week as well. And Emma Watson posted a photo on her Twitter of Alan Rickman with the caption of a quote by Rickman said, there is nothing wrong with a man being feminist. I think it is 
to our mutual advantage. And that was her post. And she got attacked all over. It's like, oh my goodness, you're using his death to push your feminist agenda. You're pathetic. You're disgusting. You're insensitive. And among a lot of other things that she was called and called out for and told about. Now, though these, although these two, I can obviously on the front, these two are two different things. They are. And people got upset about both. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with either. It, uh, that doesn't matter to me. What what Zac Efron said makes no difference to me. What Emma Watson said makes no difference to me. These people have their own little impact on them in their own way. Zac Efron came out and apologized, said he's oh, apologizing for it being insensitive. I don't think Emma Watson had any quotes afterwards. I think she just kind of left it alone. And I understand the backlash to both, even though I don't think it's warranted or it shouldn't necessarily happen. I think people should just ignore it. And this goes back to yeah. what? Here's my thing with Emma Watson and what she said. I don't think that she was trying to push her feminist agenda. I think she was sharing a fond memory of Ellen Rickman and how he inspired her. That's different. If uh, Zac Efron would have said something about why he was grateful for Martin Luther King or, or related it to his 10 million followers, it might have been different. But it was to- totally different things where she put two things that meant something to her together. It- it's different. Like you said, it's you can't really compare the two. And why people got upset with her is kind of silly to me. Okay. You say it's different. I don't think it's all that different because I think it's just two different people who happen to be celebrities and happen to have some sort of aura on the public. And this is what I've related to, uh, upset, you know, vented to you about before, about how we scrutinize and judge every little thing that any celebrity, that any athlete does because we say, oh, they're in the public eye. They're a role model, blah, blah, blah. We list all these things that we created for them, that we turned them into through our – we wanted them to be those things. We held them up. And now when they go out and they show whatever it is their true selves are or they make comments on their based on their opinion, we shoot them down as soon as we can because we don't like it and we're upset with them saying, what kind of role model are you? When it's your fault in the end or when it's people who sit there and oh, we, we hold them up to that high esteem ourselves. They don't hold themselves up to that high esteem. If Zac Efron wants to go there and says, hey, I'm thankful for Martin Luther King Jr. and 10 million followers, and followers on Instagram, good for him. That's fine. If Emma Watson wants to sit there and say, and like I said, I didn't think she was pushing a feminist agenda either, and I also don't think Zac Efron was trying to offend anybody. Of course not. He wasn't trying to offend anybody. He never said that. I think these are two similar things, and it just relates back I, to the point. I do that agree. I want more of that from my celebrities. I want more of that. What? Yeah, I want I want their opinions. I want them to be involved. If, if, let them speak out how they want to. They shouldn't have to be judged for whatever they're doing. No, it's not about his opinion. What he said was just stupid. It wasn't an opinion. That's the difference. If they're speaking out on their, you know, opinions, then okay, yeah, sure. I do agree that people are a little hypersensitive, and that's a little annoying. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't go so far to yell at Zac Efron or stop being yeah, a fan you of were him. Kind of yelling at him earlier. But no, that's okay. I was yelling at you yeah, because <laughs> I was, was defending Black. Yeah, Zac Efron, saying he shouldn't have to apologize and he should just leave it alone. No, he probably learned Ignore from all it. The people. No, because if you ignore the people, those people are the ones going to buy the tickets to watch your movie. Yeah. I know that's the only reason why he said sorry. But at the same time, he was thanking those 10 million people who were fans of him for going and supporting his career. Exactly. So I'd be grateful for that, too. I'm grateful for the four people in Russia who keep constantly listening to our <laughs> show. And I'm grateful for Martin Luther King Jr., too. I'm grateful for both. <laughs> All right. And Emma Watson, I fully support your cause. No, that's a bad statement. You have to say period. Then you have to say anything. Oh, okay. I still support your cause, Emma Watson. <laughs> it's fine. I don't find you pathetic. I don't find you disgusting or insensitive. 
Imagine Perfect. So, yeah. Like I said, the NBA sent out multiple vines, clips of Martin Luther King's statement. No one cares. What? Why would anybody be upset about that? I'm just saying. In comparison to what Emma Watson did, we use people getting upset with her saying, oh, you're trying to use a death to push her agenda. We do that all the time. We use people's deaths and like inspirational people's deaths like Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Malcolm X to push our own agendas think, all the time. That's the way it works. Because it was so uh, soon after. That's probably why people were more like, what do Oh, you yeah, think? most likely. But I, you know what I need to tell people? Chill out and get that stick out of your butt and we'll be fine. <laughs> so... It would be too boring of a world if people didn't get all upset. And hello, you like like getting people upset to see their reactions. Nah. Yes, you do. I do. I do. So. Uh, oh. Is this me? This is you. But it says super fast, not fast sports. It's a news facts segment. I don't know how to do not fast. <laughs> Physicist and science icon Stephen Hawking says that the human race is moving closer to its demise. He said at the annual BBC Reef lecture that in the next ta- thousand or ten thousand years, a disaster will strike the planet. That's terrifying. Well, no, that, that's that's ridiculous to me. A thousand <laughs> or ten thousand years? Like he just covers all his bases. Like, well, it's either going to happen soon or it can happen way in the future. But I was right in the end because I said it can happen soon or way in the future. Well, ten to ten thousand years is a little bit of time compared to how long the Earth has been. That's what can happen in the next thousand to the next ten thousand. So if the next thousand passed and he didn't happen, he'd be like, "Well, no, I said next ten thousand after that too." So this is why. So he's got eleven thousand years fast. of leeway. Yeah, so he's ridiculous. Go on. Suspended Cleveland Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon has applied to NFL for reinstatement. He was suspended last February for violating the league's substance abuse policy for a third time. <clears throat> the league has sixty days to make a decision on Gordon's appeal. I don't really care either way. No, let him play. I, oh, my God. Let him play and Johnny Menzel play on there. Oh, it would be the most entertaining team in the world. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Star Wars Episode Eight will be delayed seven months. Wah, wah. Originally planned to be released on Memorial Day weekend, but the Christmas success of Episode Seven made it an easy decision to give Episode Eight the same platform. So instead, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie will be released on that weekend. Uh, and for your interesting fact of the day, dinosaurs had giant fleas with beaks the size of modern-day syringe needles. That is terrifying. Fleas? Like f- tiny little fleas that we know today used to have huge, you know, that's scary. Yeah, that used to be like the size of my hand. <clears throat> yeah. Buh. Yeah, but Stephen Hawking, relax, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I know you're super smart, and it's great, and you had that dude win an Academy Award for his performance portraying you. Cool. But come on. Like, give me an exact... In 97,000 years, the Earth will end. Like, I want that. I don't want a ballpark figure. Because I can easily say that. Mike Trout will be in the Hall of Fame sooner or later. But this is... I'm telling you, 10,000 years... 1,000 to 10,000 years is such a small amount of time. It is pretty narrowed down. Compared to how long the Earth has been in existence. I know. I understand that. I'm just trying to, to bust balls over here. Don't bust Stephen Hawking's balls. I think they're robot <laughs> balls at this point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't do that. No, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't sensitive. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just like Zac Efron. <laughs> God. Wait. Damn it. Oh. We'll be back with the last segment. Yeah. Like it. Welcome back to the Robert Dodds Mighty Show. 
I like that real quick, real quick fade out. Like, boom, we're done with you. <laughs> Got that beat real quick. It's, it's really just because like right when we end the other segment, people are like, all right, they kind of relax in their car, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and they freak out. Because I've had some people, like, you need to figure out your levels, man. Like, your show, it's funny, but holy crap, it's going to blow my speakers out one day. And I'm just like, well, don't turn it up so loud. <laughs> well, it's hard to hear. Well, you know, put a headphone in. Do something like that. <laughs> you know? Well, probably like, Tim wasn't able to be here, but he'll probably call me tomorrow and be like, what the holy crapness were you guys doing? Why? Because uh, he's always just, he's critiquing. He critiques what he's not here. What, what's wrong with what we're doing, huh? No, what? it's, huh, no, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's, I'm just talking like. Say to my like, face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Neither does Tim. Yeah. Uh, he's probably going to, he probably will call me now and be like, I don't <laughs> understand what's, what, what happened with your show? It was amazing. It, so stru- it is pretty amazing. What's going on with your voice over there? <laughs> Jesus. I'll tell you thought. Okay. Bree, we're going to do this because you wanted to do it. We're going to talk about... Uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And who, who do you think is going to win? Okay. Who do you think is going to win? Panthers, Patriots, Super Bowl. And the Panthers are going to win. Boom. All right. So we're going to move on. That's Bree's pick Wait. Right what's there. your pick? I want to know your I pick. I don't care. Really? No. Okay. Want to bet? I mean, do I want to bet? No. Okay, so you want to hear how ridiculous, and I'm going to cover all my bases here. The Patriots should win against the Broncos. Yeah. But I won't be surprised if they lose. Okay. Panthers, I want them to beat oh God, the Cardinals. Cardinals, Broncos? But the Cardinals wouldn't surprise me if they beat the Panthers. <laughs> so if we had a Broncos-Panthers Super Bowl, I'd be like, whoa. But if we had a Broncos- you know, Arizona Super Bowl, I'd be like, hmm, could have seen that coming. Patriots, Arizona, that'd be pretty entertaining. Oh, man, Patriots, Panthers, that'd be the storyline. Anything could happen. Okay, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think they're all just going to tie and we're not going to have a Super Bowl. <sighs> You're so lame. I, oh, can I ask you what I hope would happen? I hope I hope to see Tom Brady and Cam Newton in the Super Bowl because I'll be happy with whoever wins. Okay. I hope to see those two. I'm I- not supposed to, but like being in the media, I can't sides i gotta be biased uh, you know i can't be biased or whatever it'd be nice to see Peyton manning there too and it'd be carson palmer deserves he's never been there yes no tom brady is done he needs to but get I, out the of my redemption face. story is exciting i know it is but i'm over it he okay. got to the playoffs right. and maybe he gets the super bowl that's enough of a redemption story sit down <laughs> did you hear that tom <laughs> sit down tom <laughs> do you hear Bree? she told you to sit down <laughs> sit down on your wife's face wow what kind of show is this oh it should have been the opposite way that's my bad <laughs> sit down and let her sit on let her sit on his face yeah i'd sit on his face oh my god would you sit on his faces i would yeah come on look at that guy's <laughs> face and cam newton too yeah cam newton's a pretty good looking guy yeah, he is peyton not so much carson palmer man <laughs> he got the two hands of quarterbacks with the two ugly, like oh they're not ugly oh, uh, peyton manning peyton manning's not ugly he's just not he's kind of frankensteinish oh because <laughs> he has a big forehead yeah i think eli's cuter I think since Eli has more hair on the top of his head, yeah, he's not Eli's, losing it like Eli's that. Eli's more dorky. I like it. But Peyton is funnier. Yeah. Peyton's the guy that you could hang out next to every night sitting on the couch and he'd make you laugh. Eli just might be like, mm, mm, I have two Super Bowls on Peyton's little brother. <laughs> just assume. Anywho. Yeah. But I'll sit on Tom or Cam's face. That's for sure. I'm going to quote you on that. Yeah, you do it. If I ever meet them one day, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I never know. So what I really wanted to talk about in this segment <laughs> <laughs> um, fans, sports fans. Yes. 
sports fans, you guys out there, you are the reason why I love and hate sports. You know, I love sports because I get to watch fans be excited and happy when they see their team win, or I get to see them just depressed and sad when Blair Walsh misses a kick to send the Vikings to the next round of the playoffs. <laughs> and the but then it becomes great again because you get the people are so creative, like all the Twitter memes and everything that gets created yeah. afterwards are so funny. Like people are so creative in this world, and you know I love them because you burn jerseys of your favorite stars when they leave to play somewhere else, or you know you have your voices crack when you're rooting for your team and i'll show you exactly why in a second but i also hate you because you threaten players lives because they you know they lost the game i hate sports fans because they start fights with other fans over something that's just supposed to be for entertainment and you swear they hate reality television but sports is reality television that's what sports has become essentially it is reality television at this point you have the controversial quotes you have the drug addicts, the guys going to rehab, and they're sitting there all trying to do one thing just to entertain everybody, but they have all the little sub storylines. You know, it's like an episode of, you know, Beverly Hills, Housewives of Beverly Hills, or whatever it's called, where Jessica is upset because Tanya went ahead and went out on a date, well, went with all the girls and didn't invite Jessica on purpose. And then when she met up there, Tanya just ignored her the whole time and all hell broke loose. That's sports. What? I don't see how. Sports that- is reality television for men. like that's what it is but man you guys make me laugh hey why'd you say for men i just that's for women too but i because men swear they don't watch reality television oh no and men swear they don't gossip men swear they don't do all men are bigger gossipers than women let me tell you i completely agree with you right richard we do that all the time we talk Mm, all the time tell you talk about sitting on tom bray's face (laughs) so we got Arizona Cardinals. Have you heard any of this audio? We have no. reactions of Arizona Cardinals. So this is a group of like four teenagers uh-huh. being recorded while the Cardinals faced the Packers. This is their reaction. This is the audio of their reaction during Aaron Rodgers' Hail Mary throw. All right, here we go. What? Get it! Get it! Get it! Get it! Get it! Get it! What are you doing, Justin Bethel? Best game, though. There's no time. Who's Jeff Janis? The verdict. After review the play, ruling on the field stands. What the what? Who's Jeff Janis? And all just the prepubescent teens and the voices are cracking and they're screaming. Oh, it's just wonderful. So that was that. Oh, my God. I want to hear it again. Don't do it. What uh, the what? <laughs> yeah, at the end, what the what? Like this, what the what? <laughs> like, what is that? Well, I thought that was great that they didn't cuss. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Like, maybe because they knew they were being recorded. Maybe this was all planned. Who knows? This was oh, still don't hilarious. don't spoil it. But still, so here we go. So that was that. And then, so they're going through a whirlwind of emotions. You can see their faces. They're just staring at it. They can't believe what just happened. And then, it's overtime. Uh-huh. And Arizona Cardinals fans, these guys, these four kids watching. And this is Larry Fitzgerald catching and you know running 80 yards to get within uh like first and goal or whatever
<laughs> it's just yelling and screaming. God, it's just. And then here, here's when they scored the touchdown to win the game. <laughs> oh, I just think it's great. You get, I mean, you, I, you have. And then you have the kids going through just a whirlwind of emotions where he's just. I hate you! <laughs> and then. I love you! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus! Oh God! Good stuff. I hate you! <laughs> I love you! It's the same kid. Oh, his voice cracks. It's wonderful. And that's what I love about that's what I love about sports and why I enjoy sports fans to an extent because of that. <laughs> but I think I, I root for fans to be more disappointed in the end, though. I think I like I like that better. Like we, you it's saw so all the sad. videos of the Vikings yeah. fans. I mean, and maybe that's because I haven't been in that situation just yet. Well, no, I mean the the Angels. Uh, it's baseball. No one really cares. <laughs> you don't you don't get that like passionate about it though. You're kind of more level headed. Like ah, oh, damn. Yeah, I'm more like damn. That sucked. Let's go get something to eat. Yeah, like, yeah. that's just kind of like how it how it works with me. Yeah. So, but sports fans don't ever change because I want to be able to complain about you and I want to be able to root for you. So, let's keep that going. I think it's been a pretty good show today. What you think? I think so. Well, that was pretty good. Yeah. Fist bumping. Good job back there, Richard. We got the Robert Osmond show with Bree. Richard Sanchez. Richard. Producer. Shout out to Tim who couldn't make it tonight. Tim is uh, moving on up in the world. He's uh, back in school doing educational things. <laughs> And uh, many thanks to Mini Main Studios here in Alhambra, California. Welcome, L.A. Rams. Ooh. Remember, folks, to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Dow Show. Like us on Facebook at the Rob Dow's Mighty Show. And obviously, you guys are <laughs> listening to us on SoundCloud and iTunes by now. Spread the word. Tell your friends. You might get a T-shirt. What? Free stuff? No way.